We've got two weeks in a row at the same course, Muirfield Village Golf Club in Dublin, Ohio, starting with the Workday Charity Open. Let's get to this. What's up, friend? It's your favorite betting bartender, Anzo. Tonight, we are talking about the Workday Charity Open, the first of its kind at Muirfield Village Golf Club. Um, we got a lot of things to go over. First, if you did not see the announcement last week on the Putting Green on Monday's video, I actually have it in the description down below, a link to go there. It's in the first minute of the video there, so check it out because things are changing starting July 9th. That means July 8th, at midnight Eastern time, uh, we're changing up our whole Patreon and everything and how you get into our Discord. So you might want to look at that announcement and figure it all out and jump there. All right. Um, but while you're here, let's go over what we do in the Putting Green video. It's pretty simple. We're going to be going over uh, the weather. We're going to be going because there's stuff to go over for that one. We're going to be going over the course a little bit and I have some updates to make for you. We're going to be going over where you can get the stat models that we have for free up to you. Yes, stat models, plural. And then what I'll be doing is going over five golfers, as I always do, that I like for this tournament. Now, if you followed the plays last week, I picked one golfer from each tier level of price on DraftKings. They all made the cut last week. So if you use just those five picks and played someone else like in the average price range, boom, you probably made some money. So hopefully you did and joined all of us that did do well last week at the Rocket Mortgage, Rocket Mortgage Classic. And I did call two things there. I called the uh, final score. I said it was going to be high teens, low 20s. It was. And I said Bryson was gearing up for a win. Nothing special because everybody knew that and he won. So that's that. Let's get on to where we can get the information so that you can build your winning teams this week. All right, here we are on the website. Again, link in the description. Um, you're going to go here. There's a tab on the left. You can't see really on this screen, but you can go to PGA, click on it. Boom, Workday Charity Open. We have our DraftKings contest up there. We have uh, my stat model on top of David's stat model. So they're both up there for you to lose. It should open up right there. Um, but as always, uh, I need to ask you a question because we're going to be talking about someone right from the get-go. And I think it's pretty important to see how you build your team. So the question of the day, and if you go down and answer in the comments below, not on the live video, but in the comments after it's up, um, where do you think Patrick Cantley's ownership is going to fall? I personally feel like 24, 25%-ish. I'll say 23 to 25% for Patrick Cantley at uh, 10, 6. Where do you think he's going to end up? And are you going to be under or overweight? Let me know in the comments below uh, for a chance to win a free entry into next week's the Muirfield, Muirfield Village uh open uh next week that the real tournament jack nicholas tournament uh who do you to to get your free entry in for next week's we hold our our dk contest there all right um now we're gonna be going over my stat model you're gonna open it up uh really easily right there and it opens up voila but before we do that let's talk about the weather right the uh weather is a little bit of an issue this week. As you can see here, it's going to rain on Tuesday evening with thunderstorms. It's got like a, I don't know, 60% chance or something like that. So going to be some rain coming in in the evening time. Going to soften up the greens 
then we have two days to kind of burn off. So it should be fine come Thursday. So should be normal. But then Friday and Saturday, there's uh, thunderstorms again. And it's really going to be coming down on uh, Friday. And then depending on where Saturday storms go, who knows? Uh, either way, it's going to make for like kind of like a wet uh, weekend, I guess. Wet, wet moving day, wet Friday. They should... I think get in they might start early on friday if that storm's bad but that's one of those things to always check right before tournament time is to uh check how the weather's happening now you may look at the wind because that's what we usually look at is the wind down here and it looks like oh it spikes up on saturday and sunday well you have to look at the graph it's still under 10 miles per hour so probably won't be a big deal something you have to worry about too much on the wind factor side of things but the rain, the storms could change some things up. Uh, it always kind of wreck havoc on what we uh, kind of look at. Now let's jump to the course data. And you can find that right on the stat model. Now, as you can see here up top, it says um, we'll be updating as noted on this video. All right. So because I'm doing this live because the video is coming out later than normal, or this pod, I should say, the numbers are skewed. It said uh, the holes were all messed up where I get the information from. So I have to update the holes. I actually have to update the yardage. The total yardage here is uh, it's par 72, 7450. So 7400 yards, 50 yards, right? 7450, if that makes sense. Um, the old was last year was just under 7400 yards. Uh, still 74 bunkers. Uh, they added some in on the fairways. And then uh, 13 holes with water. I should say 13, not 12. A little snafu there as you can see uh kind of uh mess some stuff up here but i'm gonna be updating this page for you uh this evening and uh definitely by tomorrow evening uh, speaking of which we're gonna have a new video from david up on tuesday so check that out the uh the chef's table there and how he kind of goes about his stats but yeah so it's gonna be updating we're gonna get in order for uh, holes, the ones I have highlighted right now, again, were from last year, par fours, 450 to four or 500, so to speak, but some of those got elongated. So gonna have to look at that a little bit more closely and uh, we'll get there when it happens. All right, let's dive into the uh, players. And of course, if you go to the second page, I just lift them by rank for you, all right? So this goes from top to bottom, number one, down the last uh but here on the front page we go by dk score starts with justin thomas goes all the way down i actually added in two players chase seifert and donnie trosper donnie trosper has monday qualified two weeks in a row pretty amazing um he didn't do great last week but i'm just saying i had to throw that out there anyway he'll be added in all right uh so in the top range we have six golfers in the 10k range and obviously wherever my number one golfer falls in that's what we talk about it's patrick cantlay uh even 10k or 10 six excuse me and 47 on yahoo um, he's going to rank first in a lot of models that you see out there. And here's kind of the reason why. Now, yes, he is a great player. So nothing to take away from that whatsoever. But he also won last year and came in fourth in 2018. So he's coming in with two hot years um, and 11th at the Travelers. So if you look at recent form uh, and you're going by tournaments and not like how many they played, like mine, I'm going back four tournaments for recent form. On the first step, he only played once and got 11th, all right? So he's going to be ranking out first in recent form when technically eh, that's debatable because he only played one time. And then if you go to recent form, I go last eight. Uh, he only played one term before that, and that's Genesis, right? I went back another four tournaments prior to that. And so he only has two tournaments in there averaging 14th. So again, first in the model. And I do have points allocated for that. So you have to kind of look at that information 
that he has limited um, exposure on last four or last eight tournaments. It's only really his last two. So, of course, he's going to pop. And he has great course history. So, he's going to pop on everybody's models. If not first, he'll be like second. So, again, that's why I ask where's his ownership going to fall on because he's going to be hot. Um, but he ranks out very well in like every stat model or every stat they have out there. First and birdie or better percentage in the field. Uh, stroke differential versus field average. That number is the average number of strokes they are better than the average player in the tournament that they just played. Kind of a long-winded way to look about it, but um, it's strokes gained total, uh, but thinned out to an average over time, but versus the field that they played in. So obviously you want a positive number there. So he's second in the field, uh, only the Justin Thomas there. Uh, third in total driving, uh, long course, going to be able to bang it out there and be fairly accurate for the three-inch rough. Uh, this is a tough course. It's going to be tougher than last week, I can tell you that much. And um, Mixology's Cocktail, sixth. And that's like opportunities gained pretty much by my own mix way to do it, so to speak. Man, he's going to be tough to uh, to not play here. Uh, but again, uh, if 25% if of people are playing, that means 75 teams out there are not playing it in the tournament you're playing. Not 75 people, but 75 teams total uh, percent wouldn't play it. All right, going down to the 9K range, uh, only four golfers here. So it's like, uh, what is DK doing in the pricing this week? What's going on here? Uh, I'm going to go back to the same player as I have been like the last two, three weeks, and that's Victor Hovland, fifth in my model, 9,500, 40 on Yahoo. Um, no course history here. So that's the one thing he's lacking. But he's top 10, like in every category, except for my mixologist cocktail, which he's 12th. That's going to spike for his uh, his stats. And you look at what he's done since the break at the since the COVID-19 pandemic, 23rd, 21st, 11th, 12th, all top 25s. There's not many other golfers that have been doing this other than, say, Bryson. So... Victor Hovland is still like kind of gearing towards another win since his Puerto Rico Open uh, wave. I mean, that seems like months ago because it was. But man, I I feel like you gotta stay on him a little bit. He he should get you the points. Ninety five seems like a lot, um, but he was ten k last week in a slightly less strong field. So. Uh, gonna have to go back to him, I think, uh, in this case. Down to the 8K range, um, I used this guy. Now, there's 11 players in the 8K range on DK. I used this guy last week for my one and done. I didn't use him on my video, uh, but he was like part of my core. And that was Adam Hadwin. He's seventh on my model, 8,200. So under the average price, um, 34 on Yahoo, 82 on DK. I should say I messed that up. Um, he's first in mixologist mix cocktail out of the entire field. He's top 20 in everything else. So he's kind of fitting the bill here. Now, his course history is questionable. 11th in 2016, missed the cut in 2017, 74th in 2018, which barely made the cut, and uh, 52nd last year. So it's like, what do I want to do with this guy if he has mediocre course history, but he's been playing hot recently? Now, this is something that I send out to our Patreon folks, our Discord chat. Um, I like to do a strokes gain total for some of these players. And we're going to find Adam Hadwin down here. He has gained strokes in every single tournament that I have recorded for him uh, since the Farmers Insurance. Let's see. 2.8 at the Waste Management. Almost a stroke at the ATT. Almost four at the Genesis, which is a kind of a good course to use here. Uh, comparison. 
one and three quarters at the Schwab, two and three quarters at the RBC, and eight last week. Now, do I expect him to use eight <laughs> in this field at this tournament? Probably not, but I could still see like three, four um, in that range there. So can we get a top 30 out of him? I think so. He's like been doing kind of better as the time goes on other than the 11th of 2016. But Hadwin's playing some pretty damn good golf. And uh, when we go back to last year, when he got the 52nd, he wasn't playing as good of golf. He still was playing good golf, but not as good of golf. And that's at the uh, Memorial last year. Boom. Um, yeah, so got to go with Adam Hadwin. All right, down to the 7K range. Just a little bit trickier this week because I liked a lot of players again. I wrote down four names, and I have to pick one out of, a hat, out of those four kind of. Um, and there's 43 players in the 7K range. Last week, we only had 26. Where DK kind of really messed with us the last two weeks with the 7K range. 29th two weeks ago, uh, 26 last week, and now we're back up to 43. Um, I'm going to toss a name out that I don't normally toss out, and that is Maverick McNeely, ranking 29th in my model, 7,525 on Yahoo. Playable on both sites easily. No course history, uh, not the greatest stats if we go across the board, but his recent form is killer. Uh, eighth last week, 58th at the RBC Heritage, 32nd at the Schwab, so made the cut all three times since the pandemic. Uh, I see him kind of trending in the right direction. Is this a guy? Is this the next guy that's kind of gearing up towards a win, depending on what tournaments are happening? If he gets into a lesser field event, I kind of think so. Do I think he wins here? Absolutely not. Um, but he's going in the right direction. And here's kind of the best part here is that the Farmers, another long, tough course. Yes, I guess at two different courses, but the uh, South Course uh, definitely. Um, correlates well here. Uh, he was 15th this year. <sighs> Honda Classic, not an, not an easy course, 11th. So Mav McNeely, uh, I'm going to toss him in there. You know, 7,500 seems like a fair price. I think he's down 100 from like last week. I think he was 76, if I'm correct. Um, but there you go. So Mav McNeely, kind of my guy there. And down in the 6K range, we have 93 golfers. So they lowered the amount of golfers in the 6K range over the last couple of weeks. I think we were at like 100 and almost 10 last week. It was 108 after it was all sent down. Uh, and this is adding in the two players, uh, you know, Monday qualifiers and all that stuff. So there might be slightly more like 95, I think, tops. Anyway, um, we're going down the mid 6K range, and I've been doing pretty well on these guys this year. So we're going to go to someone that seems fairly a fairly good chance to uh, make the cut, and that's a Hudson Swafford at 6,600 or min price on Yahoo. Ranking out 36 in my model. Missed the cut most recently at 2017's uh, version of the uh, Memorial there and 38th. Um, I don't know why I have Rocket Mortgage Classic still up there. Hmm. But anyway, everything's off the Memorial. Don't worry. Uh, but... Um, yeah, coming off a of 30th and, and miscut... By two strokes at the Travelers. So obviously that hurts a little bit, but before that he got a 21st at the Honda Classic. I think Hudson Swafford is the guy that hit the home one when we were watching um, at the Honda Classic on 17. Could be wrong. I think it was him. Waste management, uh, ninth. Missed a cut. Uh, didn't play the Farmers. Wish he kind of played the Farmers. But again, this is a guy that's coming uh, kind of in, in, in decent uptrend, right? Barely missed the cut at Travelers and then 
30th last week. Uh, a, a, a not super strong field, but somewhere where he could do well, did it. I think that gives him the composure that gives him uh, some good feelings coming into this tournament. Um, if you want to go slightly different, I'll just toss out another name out there, and that's Henrik Norlander at 6,500. Probably go with him too, but... Usually try to stay away from adding other names in there. There are other names that I think in the 6K uh, could have a shot there. But uh, I do like Hudson Swafford. So those are the five plays. Remember, Patrick Cantlay, where do you think he's going to fall in ownership? And are you going to be under or overweight to have a chance at a free entry into the next week's tournament on DK? Um, we're almost full in the DK tournament this week, so make sure you get in there. Go to the webpage to grab the link. And then Tuesday, we'll have up David's new video up for you. Uh, it'll come out during the midday. And then Wednesday, second guess your DFS. I'm going to say 7.45 Eastern on uh, Wednesday night because uh, sometime issues that I'm personally having getting back in time to uh, run that at, at the uh, 7.30 we used to do. So I want to say 7.45 on Wednesday. And, of course, I'll be tossing out some stuff on Twitter, some stats and trends and stuff that I see out there. We'll get those out there for you, too. And then we have UFC 251, huge event. Uh, we'll have that and also the next NASCAR race, too. So pretty busy week. Um, let's just keep trending in the right direction. Still, uh, people at the tavern winning some decent coins, so I like seeing that. Thank you all for watching. If you have any questions, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter uh, at DFS Tavern or leave them here on YouTube. We'll be glad to get to you uh, on that. Um, but yeah, as always, best of luck not only in your DFS, but of course, everything else in life. Keep dancing that music. Cheers.